Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jason and I am joined this week by Kevin. We do not have our third man, unfortunately Michael could not join us and I reached out to somebody to fill in and unfortunately they weren't able to join us either. So it's just Kevin and I flying duo as they say. And, oh, uh, was it was it was it Mabel the third man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think Mabel's dead. I could well, be wrong. That is, it's a sad joke that Dave Meltzer always reported that. Yeah, yeah, Mabel was the third. Man. <laughs> nope, nope, definitely not. But um, the theme would have been more along the lines of a brother. But we'll we'll talk about that later. Anyway, yeah. uh, so you can. Um, you know, if you don't know who we are, this is the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. We talk each week about different things going on in the world of pro wrestling. We have a few different topics we're going to cover today from the build for Brock and Cody, Becky and Trish, and then uh, Kevin and I will give our predictions for Night of Champions and AEW Double or Nothing. But, um, as always, you can join in each week on our conversation by either leaving us some feedback on your favorite podcast app of choice, whether it be Spotify, Apple, Google, CastBox, or more. Leave a review. You can also tweet at us at LiveYourGimmick. That's the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. I can't. M-O-U-S-C. That's uh, Kevin's best impression of Michael right now, who apparently is not able to talk. So he's not joining us this week because he lost his voice. Poor guy. But anyway. I wonder how that happened. (laughs) I don't know what you're implying, sir. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, I do know what you're implying because you shared it with me before we started recording, but we're not going to go there either. Uh, yeah, I tried not to be so rated R to open the show. The rated R co-host. <laughs> That's your new nickname. That's how I'm going to introduce you from now on. The rated R co-host, Kevin. Um, how's it? How's it taking us that long to think of? I don't know. Like that for me, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. It's I'm just, more. I'm more a little. I guess rated X though. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Edge in some ways was too. I mean, he did host a live sex celebration for one of his title wins. So, yes, I mean that that's that wasn't very rated R. That was that was rated at least NC seventeen. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got some different things to talk to. So, Kevin, you you reached out to me earlier this week and and said that you wanted to talk a little bit about Brock and Cody, specifically the segment at the end of Monday Night Raw, which really, I mean, there was a lot that led up to that too, but what about it kind of stood out to you that you wanted to really dive deeper into? Well, I mean, first of all, like, I I thought it was tremendous. Like, we haven't seen something like that, like, you know, close a show. Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, a lot, lot to take in. I mean, and I don't want to think this is like influence from like people's speculations and stuff like on, you know, the internet and stuff. But like, it, it's got me wondering. Like, it, it, Triple H's look when Cody like turned away mm-hmm. right before like Triple H like pat him on the leg. Like, was that a like? You know, and I want to get your like opinion. Was like a proud Papa H moment, or is it a I got you where I want you moment? Like, Hmm. is this all set up by Triple H? Hmm. Huh. So you know, you know what I mean. Like, I know. I I guess my take on it is I, I like 
Triple H and I, I like not. Ha- I don't want to revert back to like authority like Triple H. I kind of like how he's doing it. You know what I mean? Like a random appearance here or there. But are we leading towards that? Are we leading towards like something with him and just just something to keep building this? You know, like hero Cody character. So, you know, that, that, I I just wonder if that's where they're gonna go with it. You know, that's funny because I didn't even think of it that way. And and there's somebody that I I've recently kind of gotten to know, um, from like a from a church group that that Katie and I are in, and he had texted me about that situation and said, um, you know, are you? He had asked me if I was getting vibes of like Daniel Bryan's run like the chase for the title with the, you know, leading up to like WrestleMania 30. And I, and I said, no, because I, I'm not really getting the, you know, he was fighting the authority. My, my thought process of it was more of, this is an old school wrestling storyline. Like this is a, a mm-hmm. dusty roads in the eighties, like Jim Crockett promotion type storyline. Oh, you're going to break his arm. Now he's going to fight, you know, from that, from that, from, you know, having that against him. And I think a lot of people took issue with it because of the how real the torn peck story was. And you're like, oh, you're gonna, mm-hmm. you're trying to like relive that, or you're trying to, you know, um, you're trying to cash in on that, but then continue like, you know, how are you gonna do that when he took eight months off with that? Or are you gonna have him take time off again? You know, what I mean, stuff like that. So I, I, I oh, I guess my other theory on it though too, real quick, was like, is this was the look that Triple H did, you know, they did, was it a, you know, all, all the doubt that, you know, he's had, maybe he had, maybe he's had doubt with Cody, all the stuff in the past with the, you know, like, yeah. let's face it, I know it wasn't there, but like he knows the whole thing with the sledgehammer to the throne in AEW. You know what I mean? Like, was this a moment of like, you know, all right, I get you, Cody. I respect you. You know what I mean? Like I get you. That that's uh, what I see your I see your pa- I see your passion. Yeah. Okay. Like that, so that's what I took that's what I took it as. I took it as the guy like, okay, I, I know I'm not gonna be able to talk you out of this. I get it. I've been there too. Okay, I understand. Like that's that's what I got from his because facial the whole expressions. Thing, he got and what he, he got said. his arm by Brock and yeah right exactly yeah, yeah. I I, um, I took it as an empathetic I get it but that that question you brought up is intriguing to me because I could totally see how it would go that way I I, it, I don't know if we need a Triple H like I, I think it's like one of those things where everybody knows that he's the head of creative I don't think we need the head of creative being an on-screen character no because then that's, that blurs the lines, I think maybe too much. Yeah, I, I, I that's what I said. Like, I, I like. Don't get me wrong. I love Triple H. And I love seeing like him out there as much as possible. But he's almost to me anymore an attraction of himself. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to where, let's okay. Yeah, he's been obviously. We've had to see him a lot lately, just because of the draft and the brand split and all that happening. But. You know, and that's I guess that's another, my other thought. I just like came to my head was like, especially like if you're doing a brand split, like what it, is he just 
he's just gonna be this bad like if he's gonna be like a heel um you know figure and it's just like focus on cody you know what i mean like yeah you know it wouldn't I mean? really make too much sense to do it that way it doesn't make sense yeah but so, I mean, there's been a lot of things though that we think about that don't really make sense to us, but then they find a way to make it work creatively, and that's yes. kind of the difference I think now between WWE creative versus like the last I don't know however many odd years is that we have these ideas in our head, and then they play out so differently, and we're like, well, what the fuck are they even doing? Where it just well, doesn't well, make any sense. But now, like, even when we think, oh, that would be a terrible idea, they end up doing it, and it just makes total sense. And you're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that works. Yeah, and 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 honestly, more and more now, looking back at like, you know, especially like, like, okay, when Cody lost to WrestleMania, a little upset, you know what I mean? Like, thought uh, it was his time, but like looking back on it now, like, it really wasn't his time. And then you know, people say. Why would you put Cody in that spot? Well, I mean, honestly, who else would you so, at, the, at that at that time in that moment? Who else are you going to put in that spot? And honestly, it's it's intrigued people even more because I think looking back on it now, like if Cody would have won, I think Cody would be dead to rights. Would do you uh, do you follow Busted Open at all? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so I Dave Lagreca, the the main host of that show has been dead set that Cody should have won. And right. you know, both Bubba and Tommy Dreamer are both like, no, they made the right call. Well, they had Stone Cold Steve Austin as their guest, and I guess LaGreca puts, like, Austin at, like, the head of the Mount Rushmore. Like, that is his end-all, be-all for professional wrestling. And LaGreca said, so, Steve, you're with me, right? Like, Roman should have lost at WrestleMania. And Austin goes, absolutely right. not. Absolutely right, not. Yeah. He said I, that I probably would have yeah. hurt Cody had that happened. And then and Bubba and, yeah. and Tommy were just like, yeah, do, do you believe us now? Now that the man that you hold above everybody said it? like <laughs> Because because honestly, and, and I, I remember even saying myself, I probably said it on here too, was that if Roman does retain, which he did, then I was all for, and I know like Mike, you know, hates this reign and wants the reign of Roman the end. Mm -hmm. But I am all for, I am all for him. You know what? As long as he is healthy, he can be champion for another four years. As long, That's my person. As long as, as long as, as long as this, yes, as long as it stays. And I, and I think, and I know he like, you know, people get pissed about him being part time, but that's, what's going to extend it. Yeah. That's almost that's almost like an old school thing too because let's face it like take why do you think there what was why do you think Hogan was champion for 4 years because yeah he I mean he wrestled a lot you just never saw it right. you know what I mean yeah i mean they were and wrestling they every made, night but you you only saw yeah, it yeah yeah once a they, even but even back then there was okay there was mania and then eventually there was like a Survivor Series, but he didn't defend the title at Survivor Series. Right. You know what I mean? And even even like SummerSlam with those those first two SummerSlams, the main event were tag matches. You know what I mean? So like the business that, was just a lot different. Like he was defending oh, it yeah. literally every night across the world in, in house shows, but it just wasn't yes. the same same format that is now. Now, granted, he had like you know he he had the you know the machine of like i mean he got fed you know what i mean like yeah, great he heals all the time yeah. yeah so that's if you want to continue this like rain 
um, going further. That's just what you have to do. And I don't, and I don't know, looking at it, it's, it, it, I, I think even with Roman, I think that's how you're going to progress it. And I think he, somebody like him would become, it would become a little stale. Yeah. So, you know, I'm all for it. I, I honestly think, I honestly think now Roman, like I said, as long as he is healthy, will probably beat Hogan's record. I could totally see him holding it until end of next year. Yeah. I mean, at this point, once he once he hits that thousand day mark, like I, I think at this point, I'm I'm just kind of like, eh, when it happens, it happens. Like I I'm just waiting for the story that's finally going to take it out. You know, is it going to be? Is it going to be Jay? Is it going to be Solo? As as a lot of people yeah. think that it and might they, be. And they might not, they, they they might not know yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? They they might they, they might, might just be waiting for the right like, guy. Yeah, and like and the funny thing is, looking like we talked on here before, like looking back on it, the the whole thing with him retaining against Cody was decided like a month before, and Cody was all for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cody was like all for it. So yeah, they probably said, "Hey, this is why X, Y, and Z." this is going to happen. He's like, yeah, absolutely. He was so, still in the main event. At the end of the day, Cody Rhodes main evented WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and had the, and had probably the second most compelling story going into WrestleMania. So at the end yes. of the day, like, it's not like it's a slate on him. He was still in that position. And that, not only did he get put in that position, he rose to the occasion and he showed he belonged in that position. And he's going to be continue to be in that position, which is you know why he's booked against Brock Lesnar right now. Yeah, and the other thing too is another like you know realization that I had too is that he's okay, maybe not the face, but he's one of the top two or three faces of the company without a doubt. Even without a title, you know what I mean? Like the only thing that was concerning to me. And this was only a vocal minority because I think these guys were just really close to the camera and it picked up their voices. But there was a very, very audible on TV. I don't even know if you'd be able to hear it in the arena, but I think they were so close to the cameras you could hear it on TV. But when he was beating the shit out of Cody, you could hear a thank you, Brock, as he was walking out. Oh, really? Yeah. It was real real short. It wasn't, you know... But it was you could hear like a few people, and it didn't sound like it was a big portion of the crowd. Like it maybe sounded like four or five people, but they were just close enough to like a microphone that it picked them up. But as he was walking out, you could hear "Thank you, Brock. Thank you, Brock." And I was just like, yeah, "Oh it, fuck!" It, like that's gonna that, fuck that, him. It, <laughs> yeah, but and, and that's and that's another problem too with anything nowadays too is that you know it's not like Hogan in '86 or '87. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You got well, fans now that they, you know, it's it, pretty. It, they decide, you know, there's Brock fans out there. There's, yeah. there's people that, probably, that I hate Cody. You know, because I mean? so. you could you could look at it too from the perspective of well, just look at all those NXT crowds when NXT was at its hottest. Like you would have everybody chanting Adam Cole, baby, but then within five minutes they were booing Adam Cole. 
because he found a way to get his heat back. Or the crowd was with both guys the entire time. Half the crowd was chanting for one guy. Half, like you got mm-hmm. a lot of those like Austin or Rock Hogan moments where you'd have half the crowd chanting one name, half the crowd chanting the other name. Yeah, and that was just and it was fine. It didn't really matter at that point. Like you you rooted for who you rooted for. And as long as the crowd is being loud, it doesn't. And I guess at the end of the day, as long as the crowd is being loud, it doesn't really give. It doesn't really matter if they're booing yeah. you or cheering you. You are who you are. Um, I don't think it helps Cody though that he looks like a, a you know a come to life version of Homelander from the the show The Boys, but right. <laughs> he, he needs yeah. to, he needs to work on that a little bit. But um, <laughs> you know, I I don't know like. You make a good point, though. It would be interesting to see if if triple if that was Triple H pulling the strings backstage. I I th- personally think it was more of a I understand where you're coming from, buddy moment, not a oh I'm gonna I'm gonna screw you over moment. But mm-hmm. but I guess I I guess you're not the only one who thought that because now that you're saying that, uh, my friend Ben texting me might have been maybe he picked up on that too and that's where he was coming from i'll have to reach out to him and and see and see if that's what he meant by that because i didn't even think about it from that perspective um i did reach out to like one of my groups on twitter and i did ask the question i got a a few people um one saying wallop has a podcast and they they responded back that they worry that it's going to be a blowout for cody or for brock and cody needs to stay strong and brock doesn't need the wins so, you know, the, you know, that's obviously them pulling for Cody, hoping that he doesn't get squashed. Um, and then uh, botched spots and chair shots responded and said, I look at Cody from two perspectives. The real world where he's he's has this feud and it's been a decent build, decent back and forth, good, not great. And then the what if he has been hasn't been injured, if he hadn't missed almost a year of action. I think that these stories would look totally different. And he, if he hadn't been gone, it's like they're trying to cram everything in. When, yeah. when they don't need when they well, don't need and, and, and that's the other thing too is we still haven't got an ex- explanation as why Brock attacked him right very true because there there's no story past or anything with them unless it has something to do with the main event spy Wrestlemania or but you know does Brock which really need a that, reason though but and that's yeah that's the thing though like that's not really Cody's fault it's not like Cody eliminated him from the Rumble you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's they, they they had no real history. So what is it? You know what I mean? Like they, there's got to be something there. Is it Brock just being Brock? Right. Is it you know? Oh, speaking of know. Brock just being Brock, dude. That interview that Ali had and Brock walked by and he goes, "Get a life, kid." Oh my god! Everybody, <laughs> yeah, everybody's destroying that. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I don't too know. Good. Too good. It it's just it's just yeah. Like I said, it's you know. And then there's there's rumors out there now. Of, supposedly they have their WrestleMania 40 main event like semi locked in, I guess. Um. But what's great is that nothing's really coming out because it's it's being so yeah. like kept close to the vest. Um. Although there is speculation that possibly it could be uh, Gunther and Cody for the world title, world heavyweight title. Okay. Um, possibly, like, you know, I mean, like, there's still speculations of Cody and Roman, too. There's speculations of Gunther and Roman. So, yeah. how they, you know, how they get there, who knows? 
I mean, um, there's so much time between now and then, man. Like they're going to start doing money in the bank qualifying matches this upcoming week on Raw. You know, you got, you know, once they get through United Champions and we know who the the new World Heavyweight Champion is, I think that's going to answer a lot of questions and you know, going building from there, man. It's like SummerSlam. Like think about this. Like SummerSlam is still a couple of months away. SummerSlam is like their second biggest show. It's almost like a you know, it's almost like a summer WrestleMania. And you know we, and then you got you got money in the bank too. Like yeah, that's money the thing, money in the bank. Yeah, and there's money so in the bank's like there's so much yeah. good shit right around the corner. You know what I mean? Like it's, I I'm just like I I, I don't even want to think about WrestleMania 40 right now because there's so much good stuff that's coming up. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. So um, speaking of something else that's gonna happen at Night of Champions, and we'll get into our predictions here. I just wanted to kind of cover this is. Uh, you know, the Beck and Trish, Trish rivalry has been uh, – Beck. Oof. I said Beck. Becky and Trish rivalry has been, you know, it's been pretty heated, and there's been some really good promos on both sides. <laughs> that's, I, why, that's why I said woof. Yeah. Woof, woof. I'm just shocked that they let Becky go there. And, you know, up to this point, the whole incident of Trish Stratus – you know, when she, you know, I, I anybody that's a younger listener to the show, you know, the, maybe someone like around Mike's age might not even know that this happened or <clears throat> maybe you've seen some videos online. But during the Attitude Era, there was a point in time where Trish Stratus was like Vince McMahon's like personal slave, basically. Like she, you know, was I, I don't even remember necessarily the storyline that put her in that position. <laughs> So it was the whole thing with like right before WrestleMania 17, and it was the whole thing where he like would sedate Linda, yeah, and and then like, but but he also like did stuff to like uh, embarrass Trish also in the process, right? Like he made her strip down and and walk, like to her thong and walk yeah. on all fours and bark like a dog at one point in time. Yes. Now, Trish did get her comeuppance on that. She got her comeback. She got her heat, you know, for it. So it's not like it was just this kind of abused storyline where, you know, she was dominated this entire time by 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 her boss and, and never got to, you know, stand on her own feet. She did. She did come out looking strong, but it was a very degrading storyline. It's something that in this day and age in pro wrestling would probably never fly. I, I don't think you could ever have something like that happen again. Oh no. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty cringy. Like by, even by those standards, like I remember the feeling I got back then that it was pretty cringy because he's this old man, like telling her to get on all fours and bark like a dog. Like it's, you know, it just, I don't know. It just, it, it, it kind of, it creeped me out then. And I was a teenager, uh, so, so, but tr- but that has never been brought up on TV at all. Anytime Trish has ever been back, so the fact that Becky brought that up, I was just shocked. Yeah, especially since how about, she's the how, baby face in this matter. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so how about how about Trish's tweet that said it, and then do you see Alundra Blazes or Medusas? No, I didn't. Report, I, I didn't even see Trish's. What did Trish say? So Trish just said. Um, she just tweeted it, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was something to do probably with the replies to the whole promos and stuff on Monday. So Medusa 
retweeted it and like um kind of did like a screenshot you know you screenshot something you can mark it up on your phone mm-hmm. okay so she he said uh retweeted and said here i fixed it for you trish and she put shi or sh in front of the it and then uh wrote in woof woof or something like that i have to Oh, I'll wow. try to find it. I'll send it to you. Yeah. I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if there's some kind of huh. like history there or something. I had to read more into it. Apologize. I don't really have any facts on that, but I just, uh, yeah. Cause yeah. the tweet that says it actually has a link and the link takes you to that promo. Okay. And so, then, yeah. And then, yeah. and then if you could find Medusa and then, um, her Twitter, and for some reason, she like retweeted that and fixed that. And I don't know, like I said, the whole backstory on I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure I, I think she was just basically saying that that storyline was probably shit. She awesome. it looks like she deleted that because it's it's not okay. Oh, wait, nope, she... never mind. There it is. Here you go, at Trish Trash. I fixed it. I fixed it. Yeah. Dog, oh, she put dog shit. Woof, woof. Dog, sh- dog yeah. shit. Okay, that's it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, Medusa. She, uh, she's very opinionated. Um, I've, heard, I've heard her on some interviews and stuff like that, and she's uh, she's an interesting one. She really is, but uh, well, she's, she's lived a life in this business, so I... I well, I, I um, Mick Foley talked about like cause she's on one of the upcoming episodes of the Wanted Most Wanted Treasures. Uh-huh. And he said he said like he's like you know we've been friends like for years, but like when I went there to negotiate some stuff, like it got kind of like heated. He said so. Yeah. You know I kind of stay tuned for that episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I I don't know. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see that match, and I, I'm I'm hoping that this isn't the end of the story either. Like I kind of hope that this is gonna no, continue think, on I a think, couple more matches. Yeah, I think we'll get a blow off. Yeah, SummerSlam. I mean, I I I thought it was interesting that Trish got drafted. Like she's, I mean, she's back back then. Like she like she's she's gonna be she's around probably, enough that she was drafted to a show. Like that's that's kind of shocked it, me. It, 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 That'd be like an edge like contract, is my yeah. guess. But that's fine. Like if we get if we get her as many times a year, maybe her kid, maybe it's to the point now where her kids are older, and she doesn't need to be at home as much anymore. And she's like, eh, you know, I can still go. Why not do this a little bit more often throughout the year and have some fun? Oh with yeah, it, you know. I mean, yeah. It's not like her, her kids are little anymore, you know. Yeah. And if anybody says anything about like her wrestling, like that's just how she's always wrestled. She's always wrestled, kind of like clunky you know well, what yeah, I mean? but like stiff too and but i mean she does yeah like, she's always been decent in the ring like i've never had a problem with with trish in the ring oh absolutely no i mean think about like where she kind of like came from and just kind of like the thing is like somebody like her had to kind of just learn on the fly yeah she like, learned and, in and the ring before shows like she didn't have a performance yeah. center to go to or anything like that yeah like imagine like if she got like five years of like independent wrestling or something, you know what I mean? Right. Or just whatever. So, you know, where you look at like somebody, Lita, like Lita was on independence and all kinds of shit for a year. Yeah. Like she had been wrestling for years. Um, same thing with like Jacqueline and like Victoria, and a lot of those women who were Molly Holly, pretty, Molly Holly. Yeah. yeah. Like, whereas like somebody like Trish, like, 
big time stepped out of the pack. She was, of a, all she of was them. a fitness model who got yes. cast into it and, you know, became one of the biggest stars in WWE history and from, you know, from, especially from the women's side of things. So, Oh, I mean, if, I mean, if you talk about like, you know, we talk about Mount Rushmore's and stuff all the time. Like, I mean, honestly, and the funny thing was like, you know, shout out to girl and Jr. But like, I asked the question months ago and got my question asked on his show my question was who was your mount rushmore of women's wrestlers because nobody really asked mm-hmm. that like as far as women's wrestlers even jr was like wow because he couldn't think of like you know he, i know he said charlotte um i think he said trish and i forget who the other two that he said i feel like he said lita and i think he actually said like Britt baker which is kind of a mark out yeah, <laughs> yeah without a doubt without a doubt. <laughs> um, but i think he said lita trish charlotte and Britt baker so which you know i don't think i agree with Britt baker you know yeah but uh, um but anyway um yeah so i mean we'll see i mean we'll see where you know it goes i just i just hope i want to see how their chemistry is because even like when trish turned on her like I don't know, I think the attack kind of to me it didn't look so well. I mean, it got a good response. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, but like the initial like attack on her was just kind of like kind of you know clunky or whatever. So, but you know, let's see. I think the story is good enough to where that will overlook yeah. everything. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, we can, that way we don't kind of go from AEW to WWE, then back to AEW. How about we, um, how about we just get right into Night of Champions and we'll just kind of run through the card real quick and give our, give our predictions and go from there. So, okay. And start with Trish and Becky. So, okay. Um, I, 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 I'm going to say, Night of Champions is so hard to predict. It is. Yeah. (laughs) Because, um, it just is. We we have this problem every anytime there's not, not just night of champions like Saudi shows. Yeah. Well, My, Michael's not uh, doing it with us, so this isn't for like the championships. So this is just me and you shooting shit and having fun. So. Oh okay. This is for our interim championship. Right. This is for our, our gimmick minute championship, not the live and worldwide. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's great. Do I have to create a second title? <laughs> no, I will. Um, I think you will anyway, regardless if I tell you not to or or, or to. You're just gonna make one, but yeah, why not? Um, I I th- I think Becky's gonna win, um, but Trish will get like the last laugh to extend it. Okay, so you you think that Becky Becky's gonna come away with it, but then Trish is gonna get her heat back? Yeah. Okay. All right. I can see that. Actually, I, I think that's actually pretty pretty accurate. I'm uh, I'll, I'll I'll actually say the same thing. I think Becky will win. All right. How about um the uh, Raw Women's Championship match between Bianca Belair and Asuka? Uh, God. As much as I want Asuka to win, I think Bianca's gonna win. You know, I'm gonna say Asuka because one championship needs to change. And I feel like I, you know, what I mean, like I, you can't have Knight of Champions and every champion retains, and and I really and not and the Seth and AJ doesn't count because nobody's crowned champion, so it's not like you know, what I mean, like I feel like 
you know, you have every single championship on the line. Somebody has to lose it, right? Although the U.S. championship isn't on the line, is it? Austin Theory's not there. No, because him and Sheamus are, are wrestling on SmackDown for it. Oh, that's right. Okay, so it's like which is already thing. which has already been taped, but right. I don't know any results or anything. Yeah, so. I, I, the only thing I know is that um, during the uh, during the KO show, the you know the bloodline got their comeuppance on. Yeah, and Roman was holding up all the titles. Yeah, because somebody said Roman broke the cardinal sin by holding up the title before the pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're going, you're going Bianca then. Yeah. All right. All right, and then on the other uh, women's championship match, the SmackDown Women's Championship is going to be defended by Rhea Ripley against Natalia. So Natty going up against Rhea. I really don't see Rhea losing this. Uh, no, you don't even think you ask me that. Yeah. Although I think Natty will give her a good fight, I, I I'm not saying this could be a show stealer, but it could be like a like a one A one B show stealer. Oh, it'll you know be what a mean? good match. I, I have no doubts it'll be a good match. I mean, they both both of them can go. Like you know, I, I it'll definitely be a good match. I just I just don't see Natty winning. Oh no, no. Unless for I some reason, like you know, the some of the people that Rhea has. You know, like the Dana Brooks or like Selena Vega, like the people that that Rhea has been like kind of fucking over. Maybe they might interfere in the match, giving Natty a chance. But I don't know. I don't see it happening. Nah. All right. What about uh, Gunther versus Ali? Oh, I'm Gunther. <laughs> I, I again, though, I think this is going to be a hell of a match. Oh yeah. I, I I really think this is going to be a, a coming out party for Ali, um, but I I still think I I just I I really see Gunther as like that next like heel machine that's gonna run the company. Yeah, someday someday he like he'll be I think right after Roman. All right, what about Sammy? Uh, speaking of Roman, Sammy and KO versus Roman and Solo. So this is the rumored main event of the show. Oh, I guess supposedly the world title is going to open. Okay, it's a rumor. Um, yeah, I, it's, I, you know, I think Sammy and KO win. You know, Solo takes the loss, obviously. Okay. I just don't. I don't see. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them walking out with it either. I really don't. No. Nah, I mean, I could see them win it and like losing it back or something, like just to give Roman more titles. Just, I mean, you talk about, you talk about, oh my god, how much heat would that be? Oh, it would be a lot of heat, especially if it closes the show too. Oof. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Ah, fuck it. I'm, yeah, it? I'm gonna. I, yeah, I'm gonna say Roman must pose. All right. <laughs> I'll He's keep, gonna. He, I'll keep mine just so we have some differences. Okay. All right. What about Brock versus Cody? Mm, I'll go Brock. Yeah, I'm going Brock too, and I don't think a loss here hurts Cody, uh, but mm-hmm. I think it gives him something to fight back against. It gives them a reason to have a third match. Yeah, hundred percent. Because they can only do that storyline of him, of Cody winning and Brock 
kicking his ass to get another match. You know that you, you can't redo that. Like I feel like I feel like Cody needs to lose and take a couple of weeks off and come back maybe or even like just before SummerSlam. You know, take a take a little bit of time off. Oh shit. I lost my headphones. If he's not going to be in Money in the Bank, well, I don't know. Is he going to be in a Money in the Bank qualifier with a broken arm? Can he win Money in the Bank with a broken arm? You know what I mean? Yeah. If he, if he has a broken arm, you, you feel like he's going to be selling that for a little. Like I feel like he's going to be like Bob Orton wrestling in a cast for a little while. <laughs> maybe not five years. but Or maybe that's how Cody wins. Maybe Cody has a cast on his arm and hits Brock in the head with it, and that's how he wins. Okay, good. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. I think they're. I feel like they're going to extend this out. So I'm still going Brock. All right. Um. All right, and then the the new WWE Championship match, the heavyweight championship match. It's going to be Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, a match that I am so looking forward to. I definitely want to see where this one goes. Uh, man, it's a tough call, though. I mean, I I feel like it's got to be Seth, though, right? Yeah, I, I I guess I don't know. I don't buy the whole. I think Seth's gonna make it work, and just the way he's been talking lately, especially how he's talked about Roman. I I think it needs to be Seth. He he. Not that AJ doesn't deserve to be a world champ. I mean, AJ just came back and stuff. You know, what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think it's gonna be. I've 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 gone back and forth on this. I've I've really thought maybe AJ for a while, but like the more I think about it, I think Seth's. Okay, all right. Well, there you have it then. So those are our predictions for WWE Night of Champions, which is gonna be was it on Friday? Uh, it's Saturday, Saturday at uh, like one o'clock. Yeah, Saturday in the afternoon. I'm praying for rain on Saturday. I don't know. I feel like I have something to do on Saturday. I can't remember if we what we have going on. Maybe not. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, I have so much yard work to do. Yeah. Well, if it rains, you'll get out of your yard work. You watch it. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm hoping for too. Um, all right. So I guess we can move on, switch gears, then and talk a little AEW. That was kind of all my WWE topics that I had, and we're about uh, close to forty minutes into the show. So, but with AEW, so Dynamite, the Go Home Show was last night. Uh, did you get a chance to watch that at all? I watched a decent amount of it. I watched um, Jericho and Cole okay. segment, which was I thought pretty damn good, and then we got. Yeah, that that that's the most random fucking thing in the world. I yeah we're yeah that was kind of odd. Um, I mean I mean good for Sabu. I mean good for them to like kind of give him like a little payday thing. You know what I mean? Like even X Pac, X Pac even tweeted out he's um uh what is it? He's he's uh the poor guy should have made millions in this world. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he didn't just because I don't think it was like any fault. He, he just, he wrestled where he wanted to wrestle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, what do you say? He, um, no wrestler has given more and made less than Sabu. Yeah. That's probably. So, um, yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of random. I, I guess, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if you needed him. I don't think you needed the whole, 
you know, the Jericho Appreciation Society being involved or anything. You know, I mean, let's just be Cole and him. Yeah. Um, but even with, but even with, even with Roderick Strong and a ninety-year-old Sabu, they're still outnumbered by about three guys. I mean, the Jericho Appreciation Society is pretty damn deep. Now you yeah. gotta figure Sammy Guevara is not going to be out there because he's got his match, but you still have Daniel Garcia. You still have Jake, so that's two right there, and then you still have Menard and the other guy. The um, so that that that's four against two other guys on the other side. So yeah, and one's Roderick Strong, and the other one is Sabu. <laughs> yeah, I mean, grant you like eight eight to ten years ago when he was the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal Sabu. Yeah, that might be intimidating and strike some fear in you, but I mean, he hasn't been that guy for a long time. Yeah, I'll tell you, he can still throw a chair though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's really all he needs to do is just toss chairs at people, uh, yeah. and then point to the sky. You know, but um, I, I was yeah. almost, I was, I was almost thinking like Rob Van Dam was going to come out too. Yeah, you know I, mean? I, like, I don't know if his, his deal with WWE might not allow him to do that. Probably, probably not. Like I almost yeah. felt like that was something. Although I do, I did like like Taz's commentary. He's like, "Oh, I know this guy real well." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah, that was kind of yeah. So, but I'm, I mean, I'm but I'm looking forward to the match. So, like this, it's gonna you know I know we'll get into talking about it, but yeah. Um, but the back and forth exchange was great. Like Cole's. Um, you know, banter was good, and then Jericho was just, you know, Jericho. Like I, I thought everything he said was great. Yeah, you know, what I mean, like I said, the whole thing with Sabu and everything, eh, I could done without that. You know, what I mean, like it was pretty damn good up until that point. So yeah, I it agree. is what it is. I agree. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know, and it, it's uh, what? Oh, I don't know. Sorry, I was just. Oh, I thought I you were channeling. Else I, I thought you were channeling that dude um, from that Matt Hardy's got rolling around with him and just oh, no. just moaning randomly. Oh no! <laughs> Can we discuss real quick how that is like the dumbest fucking gimmick ever? Uh, yeah, I, like Ethan Page was on like cutting a promo trying to take credit for it, and I just wanted to be like, oh, so you're the one that we have the blame for listening to some guy go, uh huh, and like people's ears <laughs> all the time. Like, what the fuck, man? Like that is. I'm sorry, but the bootleg street profits guy needs to just stop moaning. Like, yeah, I, I just yeah, I, like it's cringy. It's not even like it's not even something that I would like pop for. Like it just like even if you know you're supposed to be a baby face, and I'm like, ugh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like like if you see uh, heel, okay, but you know trying to be a baby well, face with that, like I don't know. Well, I think the biggest thing last night was the only other thing I saw was the main event, which was a ring water main event, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Listen, listen, it, it, real quick, and we're going to talk about it again. You don't even have to even reply. Uh, you know, okay, Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor. That's great and everything. But, like, I, to me, Ring of Honor it doesn't mean anything. And all it's doing is just, I don't, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's. It's a brand name right now. Like, they don't have a show. It. They don't have, they have pay-per-views, but that's only because, but they're almost like. It's like NXT. Yeah, basically. it really is. I mean, so which is which, which is quite a structure as well. Which is fine. So like, 
instead of having 16 different TV shows, then why not just have a Ring of Honor, have a one-hour show? Yeah. But, like, you don't have to do it on, like, if you can't get a, a network time slot, then instead of, I know they got rid of Dirk, but, like, and I'm guessing, I don't know, is Rampage still going to be a thing? Rampage is still like, going to be a thing because Ram- they, they said that, they said that TNT is getting a second hour of wrestling with Collision. So Rampage and Collision are still going to be on TNT, and then Dynamite's still going to be on TBS. Yeah, like I, like I almost feel like it should be like changed to Ring of Honor Rampage. You know what I mean? Like that could yeah. be a nice one one hour show for them. But anyway, but and, and how, fucking Collision, man! Like I, I think we talked so, a I mean, about it, but <laughs> well, I mean it's it's a given now. Yeah, that Punk. Back. Oh, I know, right? So they announced it's going to be in Chicago. Like it, it's basically the same thing as that rampage. Like, oh, we're not going to say it, but it's going to happen. Just so you know, and and, and multiple people have reported, like legit people have reported, like it's pretty much a like a you know foregone conclusion. Foregone conclusion that Pop's yeah. going to be there and back. So we'll see. Yeah. I thought the, the the pillars did their thing. They had a pretty good, decent uh, back and forth as well. Uh, a few Ooh, of them uh, each other so, so, so you know this whole storyline with the four pillars, everything. The the did you hear who creative was behind the whole thing? No, is MJF? Oh really? Yeah, like he's he's been given the full like creative ring on this whole storyline or whatever, and it's all been him, I guess. Wow. That's interesting. So, it did, and so you know him, uh, him coming out and saying that he's leaving to go to WWE when his contract's up. That was, <laughs> that yeah, was... apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he yeah, hadn't brought uh, that up in a very long time, and it, it, not only did he bring it up, he brought it up with a vengeance. Like, oh, they know I'm leaving, so they want to get this title off me as soon as as soon as possible. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I want man. I want better competition, so I'm 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 going somewhere else next year. I, I don't yeah. know, man. Like that just makes me think that he's going to be with AEW for a long ass time because he's not going to sit there and try to get heat by saying that he's going and then not go, you know, or and then actually go. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, like I, said, I mean, show was what it was. I mean, this is the thing I'm probably. I would look most forward to is the whole elite versus uh, yeah. combat club. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like I, mean, I said, Jericho and, Jericho and Cole's been a good story, but it hasn't been, it's just kind of was thrown together within the last month or so. Yeah. This whole thing with, I mean, there's a lot of history. I mean, there is, there's a lot of history, especially, I mean, just really with Moxley, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? He has such a long history with Omega. So, um, and then, you know, you have Don Callis and the whole fray. And Moxley has a ton of history with Hangman, too. So oh, Hangman, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I, that, there's that building story, too. So, really, this has been building up a lot. And it's almost like the Moxley and Omega are almost like, you know, bringing their friends along with them for a fight in a way. Because the Young Bucks don't really have, you know, it's not like they have beef with, like, Claudio and Wheeler Yuta and Brian. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's like. Although, I mean, they, they, they have some ring of honor ties. They all. Yeah, you know what I mean. There but was nothing, a little bit there. Nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing in recent AEW years, though. That's that's no. really of note. No, and it, and it's been, and also like like Brian has kind of just like been in the background too. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of waiting for like his cup muffins too. Yeah. You know, so 
I will I will say the the this is the first time though I remember watching a go home dynamite to a big show of theirs and they touched on every single story going into the show. Like they spent the two hours that they had on Dynamite yeah. building each story going into the show. And I, I I commend them for that. Like it wasn't the best dynamite they've had, but they at least did a good job of selling each story before the pay-per-view and, and trying to get you invested. Yeah. I'm more invested in wanting to see Double or Nothing than I have been any of their shows in a long time. Well, how about how about them also showing uh, uh, Mercedes uh, on their TV, too? Cause, yeah, because uh, of Willow. But, to, you know, Willow. unfortunately, Mercedes looks like she's going to be out for a long time. Oh, yeah, I guess she, like, broke her ankle or something, yeah, I guess. She, she, it looks like um, it happened when she fell off of the top turnbuckle. Like, a fan, yeah. like, it showed footage of it or something like that. Like, that's too bad for her, man. Like, she was... You know, but that that seems that was always the problem with Sasha Banks is as soon as she would get a little bit of momentum, she would be injured and be out for a period of time or she would have something go on and need to be out for a period of time. And it's like she mm-hmm. she only gets so far and then something happens that kind of sets her back and then she's got to build herself back up. And then it's like it's yeah. like a constant vicious cycle with her. And I feel bad, like, there's so much potential, almost feel like so much, like, wasted talent there, you know what I mean? Like, that Mm -hmm. could be so much more than what it is, but, you know, due to one thing or another, it just isn't happening. Yeah, unfortunately. So... But uh, but yeah, all right, well, hey, let's get get into the the match breakdown, unless there's anything else from Dynamite that you want to point out. That's all I really... I mean, I guess I guess as the matches come up, there might be something that might pop up that we can talk about. But um, you mentioned a little bit about the uh, the team Hardy with uh, Isaiah Cassidy, but uh, you got Team Hardy versus the Firm. So the 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 stipulation that Matt Hardy will own Ethan Page's contract if he's able to to beat the Firm. I really don't. I didn't even know those matches on the card. I yep. don't even care. All right. So, so the Hardy, sure. the Matt, Hardy party, or the firm? Yeah. Uh, we'll go to the Hardy party. Right. Why not? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the Hardys are going to win. Um, they've done a really good job of building Ty Valkyrie out to be somebody that could beat Jade Cargill, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going Jade Cargill. Yeah, me too. All right. All right. Now, I really still, I really still feel that Jade is eventually going to win the women's title and then, like, kind of force vacate the TBS title, or maybe she'll keep both. Who the fuck knows? She might as well. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, Jade two belts. Jade two belts. She'll be the Roman of the AW Women's yeah. Division. All right. Um, and then on, so for the North. Or was it the um, uh, no the Inter- international championship, the AEW international championship, Orange Cassidy's title belt? He's defending it in a twenty-one man blackjack battle royal. Now, if you've been following Orange Cassidy, he has opened every dynamite, and every dynamite he's defending his title in these very close matches, to where he's selling every injury that he's gotten in every single one of these matches, and he's continually putting his body through. 
just you know whatever, and he's uh, and he and he somehow sneaks away with the win. He's been their best champion over the last what six months or however long he's had it. I agree. Like, I mean, and, and I'm not like I'm a traditionalist. Like him coming out and he just kind of has it in the backpack and doesn't really wear it or carry it or you know what I mean. I guess, but it's different. Yeah. But like. And that's what we talked about it's him. before too. It's if it's like, him, yeah, yeah, it's him. Yeah, it's kind of like what's the point of like a, having the a, a TNT? Let's face it, a TNT title is supposed to be a, a TV title. It's yeah. just branded TNT. Like he's more of a television champion to me. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I don't know, maybe leading towards that, but um, yeah, I think Orange Cassidy. I don't know. I don't care who's in it. Whatever. I think Cassidy wins. Uh, Cassidy wins. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that this is a way to get him to lose it without him being pinned. Um, so I'm gonna think that maybe he's gonna chase it from whoever ends up winning it. So I think somebody else is gonna win it some somewhere in this match. I don't know who's in it, so I I can't say who it is. But I'm gonna go with the field and just say that somebody else okay. is gonna win it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the field. Uh, um. All right. Um. Okay, so another match that's been built up pretty well is the uh, AEW Tag Team Championship match between Jay Lethal and Jeff Hardy, or Jeff Hardy, Jeff Jarrett. Versus <laughs> F- <laughs> Jeff Hardy's pulling double duty. Now, uh, yeah. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal versus FTR. Man, like, um, and then, um, you know, Mark Briscoe is the special guest referee in this match, which which also <laughs> makes it interesting. Oh, my God, that, w- that, w- that was the other great thing, was when yeah. he slapped Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and he slapped uh, Dax too. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, but everybody, everybody got kicked out more out of the uh, Jeff Jarrett oh, yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and Jeff sold it like a million bucks too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Jeff is just—he's got to be having a time of his life right now. Oh um, my god, I see FTR retaining. Oh yeah, I did too. I, I don't think I, I guarantee you. You know, that's and that's probably Jeff Jarrett's top process too. Like yeah. he's like, I, I, come on. Now, normally I would say that this match is going to belong to Wardlow retaining his um, his uh, TNT championship, but the fact that the TNT championship gets passed around like a loose girl in a church um, and the fact that it's a, a ladder match. I, Wait, I, <laughs> what, what, what church do you go to? I don't know. I don't know where that analogy came from. It just was the, it was the only thing that popped say, in my head. I was, I was about to say, I, I need to start going the na- to church. The neighborhood, <laughs> the neighborhood bicycle. Maybe that's the better way to go about it. It gets passed around like God. the neighborhood bike. No, wait, hold on. Let's pause for a second. We've got the title of our show. Pass, <laughs> passed around like a loose girl in the church. <laughs> Pass around like a collection plate. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, the TNT title seems to be hot potato, and Wardlow can't seem to keep it for longer than 10 seconds, and it's a ladder match. Christian has Luchasaurus with him. I, I got to f- – I, I think Christian's going to win it, but I don't know. Um, I think uh, Wardlow's going to win. Uh, the storyline has been okay. I, I just – I don't know, man. Wardlow's lost I, 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 so I, I, much steam for me. Like, I, I just don't. Yeah, I just, I think maybe it'll lead to like uh, Luchasaurus winning it, maybe eventually. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I think Wardlow needs to win it to kind of because I feel like he's starting to build some of his momentum back. 
But the last time he started to build some of his momentum back, it was the whole thing with Samoa Joe, and then he got his hair cut, and then it just it just crushed. You know what I mean? Like it just crushed him. Yeah. Again. So I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that'd be my hoping is that like let this be the restart of something yeah. big for him. And then we got Jamie Hader versus Tony Storm. Um, I I think this should be Soraya and not Tony Storm, and winning it and then spray painting the L on the title belt. You know, because you know they're the NWO. <laughs> yeah, but um, I because it's not Soraya, I feel like Jamie Hader is going to win. So I'm going to go Tony Storm because I heard rumors that Jamie Hader is really hurt okay. and that they might be doing this to get the title off her. So I can see like I can see Tony Storm winning, and then I can see maybe Britt getting it back from her, and then maybe Soraya beating Britt. So I play hot potato with the title for a bit. Yeah, I mean, might as well. All right. What the fuck? Might as well. <laughs> All right. And then we got the unsanctioned match between Adam Cole, baby, and Chris Jericho, baby, because Chris Jericho, I think, is the one who said that originally. I think Adam Cole's actually said yeah. that he got that from Chris Jericho. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, on his podcast. Yeah. Um, he said that's where he got it from. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I'm afraid Adam Cole's got to win, right? Yeah, I I mean, there's got to think... be somebody else that comes out to help even the odds, whether it be Kyle O'Reilly or like I know Bobby Fish is with with Impact now, so I I don't think you're gonna have an undisputed era reunion, but I feel like there's got to be somebody else that's gonna help. Yeah, even the odds I... out, other than Sabu and Roderick Strong. Yeah, because let's face it, at the end of the day, like losses did not hurt Jericho. Like he, he's, you know, pretty decent about putting people over. Yeah. He's put everybody. That's over. Basically, yeah. I so, mean, he, I he mean, put, he put orange Cassidy over in a, in a, in a match where he got thrown into a vat of mimosa. So I feel like he can yeah. probably put Adam Cole yeah. over. I mean, he put Ricky Starks over. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah. so yeah, I can, yeah, I'm going to go Adam Cole. All right. So who's winning between the elite and the BCC? I, I I honestly think it's going to be the BCC. Okay. Um, because I think it's going to lead to blood and guts. Okay. And reason reason I say that it, it's going to lead to, you know, something's going to happen. Don Callis is going to be involved or whatever. And and this is well this, I don't. This is what I'm hoping and thinking how they should, why this should lead to blood and guts because it should lead to the old school way of how War Games was. That if at Blood and Guts, if the Elite wins, then Kenny Omega gets five minutes in the cage alone with Don Callis, which is what should happen. You know what I mean? Ooh, okay. So I think that's okay. That's my hope and feeling where it's going to lead to. It's so going to lead to something with Kenny and Don did, Callis. Did you hear Brian on commentary when he sat down next to Excalibur and goes? Hello there, man in a mask. Yes. <laughs> he brought Regal's name up a couple times during commentary. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yes. Especially since the guy doesn't work there anymore. But when he said that, I popped. I was like, oh, fuck, Brian. Come on, man. Like, yeah. I, I do miss Regal simping for Excalibur on commentary. Like, I, <laughs> like yes. that, that shit was the best. <laughs> 
You know, I was going to put the Elite down, but you changed my mind. I, now I think BCC is going to win uh, for that very reason because I want to see it play out like that because I think that'll be fun. Yeah, All right. I just I re- I really just feel I almost kind of wish hmm, the whole anarchy in the arena. Like I don't know. I wish they went do this right way. I, I wish this would build towards blood and guts. You know what I mean? Like. But, but that's what they do, though, man. They go violent match yeah. after violent match after violent match. Like that's just how they. That's just how they do. Yeah, it. because so. I mean, I, like I said, I hope it does lead to it. Because can you imagine, like, these eight men in a blood and guts match? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like I, I said, he already said, like Mox already said, anarchy in the arena is going to be as bloody as it could possibly be. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I th- I feel like. I feel like for these guys, they would have to actually have some guts spill out in order for it to like really like. <laughs> yeah, and I and, and I don't see it. Like I thought about it, maybe it should main event the show. I probably not, like because especially if like if my theory is right, like uh, eventually a blood and guts match will. You know, speaking of um, you know, a little sidebar. I meant to bring this up when we were talking about Orange Cassidy, but did you see that uh, the AEW Fight Forever game finally got a release date? Yeah, I saw that. And I saw some of the graphics of the Yeah, I mean I gra- yeah. graphically it's 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 not going to be like it's it's not a simulator like a like WWE 2K games are. Like this this is going to be more along the lines of an arcadic version, like kind of like the you know like the WCW versus NWO Revenge yeah. or like yeah. the WWF No Mercy games. Like that's that's kind of more what they're going for, you know, graphically and like gameplay-wise. But part of the problem, you know, there's been a lot of speculation of why the game has been delayed so much, you know, from like CM Punk to like I even brought up that it could it could have had something to do with the copyright over Luchasaurus's mask and shit like that. But I guess one of the big problems was trying to get a good ESRB rating. So the ESRB is the the basically the uh, the company that that gives um, ratings to video games for like content. So, like, you know, whether it's, you know, like a movie, whether it's rated R or PG-13 or PG or whatever. So, with the ESRB, you know, it's either rated E for everyone, T for teen, or M for mature. Well, they were having, I think what they wanted was the game to come out with a T rating, which it did. But when I looked at some of the content in the game, I think I can understand why they had such a shitty time trying to get it to a T rating. Because... It is rated T, but that's also for blood. Um, apparently, they have storylines that have drug references in it. There are matches, playable matches, like an exploding barbed wire death match. Oh, God. <laughs> and I think, I mean, like, I blood, blood I and guts. I hope it's better than the actual one that happens. Yeah, I, but I, it's, just, it's just funny to me because it's like, okay, well, now I understand where they got this. But the other part that I was going to bring up was that um, they they released the the achievement list, or for PlayStation, it's the trophy list. And one of the trophies is um, basically to wrestle an entire match with your hands in your pockets. So apparently, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Did you? So yeah, I guess so. Yeah, there, yeah. There's different classes for people, and one of the classes is sloth. And if you have the sloth class, that's Orange Cassidy, and you can actually do the thing where you put the hands in your pockets, and I guess you can wrestle the entire match like that. 
Interesting. So anyway, I thought that was funny. But anyway, but I think I want to say like blood and guts might be. I I don't remember if that was listed as a match type. I want to say that it was. But again, like that's like man. Okay, I I understand why like, they probably tried to give this game an M rating because of all the blood and you know gore and the, the the match type, the violent match types and stuff like that. Because you know to ESRB, they're probably reading that thinking, oh, this is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> not not a pro wrestling yeah. game, you know. What right. I mean? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But anyway, all right, moving on. So um, you were a little over an hour. So the last match we have is the fourth pillars match. So you said this is MJF's baby. This is his storyline. So does he book himself to win it, or does he have somebody else going over to carry the AW championship? Um. Well, as far as probably booking the win, I don't know if he. <sighs> I don't think he has that decision. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm guessing he probably, as far as like maybe different interviews and stuff leading up to it, maybe that's what his they meant by his creative. But yeah, I he has to. I listen, Darby Allen, Sammy, Jungle Boy, great talents. Like to me, not world champions. Yeah, and um, I think you know. It's it, all the odds against him, and there's going to be so much story within um, this match that, um, yeah, MJF and goes over, and w- w- if, it's, if it's the main event, which it should be, or probably will be, you know, do we get, you know, we that's the thing we haven't talked about is this, it, it, what surprise are we going to get? I feel like we always get something. Every show, every pay per view from AEW. Yeah. So is there gonna is there gonna be something like set? Because that's the thing. Like, okay, MJF wins. Where do we go from here? That's the other thing you gotta think about uh, out of this whole show. Who and what? So, but yeah, I think MJF wins. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't disagree with you. Like, I feel like I, I don't see any of those three guys being able to carry their top prize right now. Like, I, I feel like Sammy Guevara is a guy that could probably get there. Um, I, But I, I feel like he would need to do it coming from an underdog babyface run to get there. Yeah, I think I, I, I think honestly, if, if, if this was like a one-on-one match with Darby and they had a good, like – three, four months of buildup or yeah. something with Derby. And it was like one of those things where it's okay, it's time to take the title off MJF and Derby's like, I feel like it's somebody that can get hot with the crowd. Like I could see Derby like in a one-on-one, like putting the title on him. Why the fuck not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Not for long, not for long, but um, yeah, I just, you know, the story has been okay. It's been good. It's been pretty predictable as far as we knew, what was we knew it wasn't going to be just MJF and Sammy. Um, although I think that would have been fine, yeah. Um, but the moment they set up all four of them talking and stuff, like you kind of knew where, where this was headed, so yeah, yeah. I and I think you know, Jungle Boy really honest, they really seem like they're trying to transition away from that from that gimmick. I, I feel like they're they're really going with they're they're really buying into calling him Jack and Jack Perry 
more than Jungle Boy anymore. And anytime he's referred to as Jungle Boy, it's it's Jack Perry is right afterwards. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's something that eventually is is going to go away. So I think he's kind of in that transition. Do I think that Jack Perry one day could be an AEW champion? Yes, I do. Like, I, I think like, but but that day's not today. He's he's not ready for that yet. Um, <clears throat> same thing with with you know Darby. Honestly, I, don't, I think he's the type of guy who doesn't need it. No, um, no, yeah, he's he's somebody. He's like a. I mean, yeah, his TNT runs were okay, but like, but he, like I said, he, yeah, he's somebody that doesn't really need a title, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. My know. my my only theory of this is that I just now think off the top of my head is that let's say there was no real like surprise at the end of the show or whatever, but like, let's say Warlow like comes off fucking awesome his match like are we gonna eventually that's everything too are we eventually gonna get to that warlow mjf story that never like, is really that gonna be paid off that never yeah like is that ever going to or or is this building towards mjf and punk that's the only other thing i can think of is that i mean the, the, the story's there. You imagine the verbal exchange. Yeah. Especially, you imagine the shit that MJF could say to Punk. Yeah. You know, so is that where they're going to go with it? Um, you know, and then are we going to, you know what I mean? Like, I guess there's so many, there's so many ways they could go. They could go MJF Warlow. They could go MJF Punk. They could go Punk eventually winning the title back and then a Punk Omega, whether they're going to work together ever or not. You know what I mean? But there's, you know, you could have Punk Jericho. I don't know. There's so many ways they could go. So, but for now, yeah. 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 No, I think you're right. I, I'm I, I'm pretty sure you're right. So, all right. Well, hey, man, that's, uh, I'll do it for us today. Um, we're about an hour and 10 minutes. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, I think our conversation was actually probably pretty good. Probably better than it would have been if michael was here so oh yeah 100 percent with a voice or without <laughs> so uh you know if you want to join in and give us your opinion please do so you can leave us a message on um on twitter at live your gimmick or you could leave us a comment on apple Podcasts or spotify uh you can even email me it's at live your gimmick at g or it's live your gimmick at gmail.com so if you if you want to just email me your opinion you could do that you know join in the show one way i'll I'll read it on the air. We'll get your opinion out there. We'll discuss it. But outside of that, uh, you can you know catch us on your favorite podcast app of choice. Uh, this episode won't be on YouTube because we didn't do video, but future episodes will be. And you know also you know if we do have video, I do tend to clip th- some things out and put it on our TikTok as well. You can find both of those by just searching Gimmick Minute. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's really about it. Kev, you got anything else before we close it out? Nope. All right. Just uh, nope. <laughs> Michael also did not uh, take p- take place in recording Modern Toy Fair. So if you never li- never listened or saw his Modern Toy Fair show, this would be a good week to do so because he's not on it. So he's just there yeah. helping out from a technical standpoint. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah he's probably going to have his best episode ever. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just like we did. So hey, uh, thank you guys again for listening this week's episode of the show. Really appreciate it. Um, for Kevin, my name is Jason reminding all of you marks out there to be a fan, but always love your gimmick.
Nick. Goodbye, everybody. And remember, Mike's a bitch <laughs> with laryngitis. <laughs> Had to get that in. Nice. Yeah.